Get commencement ready at the Montana State Bookstore, your best place for blue and gold on game day or any other day. Their grad fair sale is going on right now if you visit msubookstore.org. Free regalia? When you purchase a diploma frame at the MSU Bookstore, you can obviously visit the MSU Bookstore on the Montana State campus. The Montana State Bookstore, your best place for blue and gold on game day or any other day. Visit on campus or at msubookstore.org. ESPN Radio. Did you know George Michael hated that song? It's one of the biggest hits of the 1980s. It was on his debut solo album, which sold 25 million copies and made him one of the peak international superstars ever. But he only played that song on his first tour and then didn't really ever play it again after that, at least not for about 20 years. So interesting. Interesting is sort of the... the uh, the stories behind the stories. The new Wham! documentary is really good. We're going to talk about it here in just a minute. Welcome back to Wanda's Now ESPN Radio, SWX Montana Television, and the ESPN MT app. you missed anything in the first hour of the show, find it on the Nuanas Now podcast. Nuanas Now podcast, available on all your various podcast hosting platforms, and probably presented by Blackfoot Communications, the M Store, and the Montana State Bookstore. We got Paddleheads tickets for you. We got two tickets to tonight's game. We got tickets on Thursday's game, and we got tickets for Saturday's game as well. First and foremost, let's take care of tonight. Call us right now, 406-888-1029. Caller number 2, 888-1029. Got Paddleheads tickets for you. We also had a good friend swing by earlier today. Sometimes it feels like we're... In the age of the documentary, there's just so much content. Everybody's doing documentaries about themselves. The more compelling people are having actual filmmakers make documentaries about them, maybe even outside their choice. But it's uh, if you like content, it's certainly a good time to be alive. I don't know. I mean, I guess that there's pluses and minuses to just staring at the screen. I feel like I'm trying to educate myself most of the time. Did you watch start the new quarterback series? I have. We'll get to that in just a minute. Okay. But first, we have to talk about the other new documentary on there that I know you watched. The Wham! The documentary. Wham? <laughs> uh, I can't believe the feedback. I got texts in yesterday from several of you listeners, and they're like, I can't believe you like Wham! I can't believe you like George Michael. What? Who doesn't so here's like... So here's the deal. Here's, here's, and I'm not trying to defend myself. I don't have to defend my own opinion. First of all, George Michael sold like a 125 million records across the globe. He's one of the most successful music artists. Yeah, what's not to love? Ever. You might think he's flamboyant. You might not, you know, whatever. Whatever you think about it, he's objectively insanely talented. Yeah. Uh, but also, when I was a kid, and I, the first Walkman I ever got was just tapes. It had Tetris on it, and you could play tapes. And I had this two-sided tape of Michael Jackson's Thriller and Wham! Make It Big. What? So I'm like eight years old, just ro- walking yeah. around rocking out to this. That's this is why I have cool parents, because my mom like gave that to me when I was a little kid, and I'm just loving it. Yeah, that's amazing. It is the Chicken Does No Sports, by the way, here on uh, Nuanas Now ESPN Radio. So, I'm not, again, I'm not defending myself, but even if you think that Wham!, especially in the early iteration, is totally bubblegum pop, teeny bopper music, that's fine, and you're also right. You just got to appreciate the talent. Like, the whole time I'm watching this early George Michael, I don't particularly like any of the songs or anything like that, but to see them perform and just how much charisma You don't they, like Wake Me Up Before You Go, it's, it's all It's sort of just like bubblegum pop. It's corny, but it's also undeniably, like, really catchy and good. Yeah. More than anything, though, these guys, they're just oozing with talent. The craziest part about this- I thought you were going to say sex appeal. Well, that too. I mean, these guys are so confident. Can you imagine being 19 years old and being that confident? 
No, I right. can't imagine being 47 and being or, that or Exactly, and that's the thing. I think that's why we gravitate. I mean, George Michael was truly a prodigy. Yes. And I think that's why we gra- gravitate towards it, because you can just see it. Like, this guy, he has a passion and a hard work ethic, but what he is, he was made like that. I right. mean, he's just a one-of-a-kind type of talent. Do you think he came out with those highlights? Man. Those highlights. I mean. Glorious. He's as good looking as you can be. I know. I loved him. I was so crushed when uh, I found out he was gay. I mean, I think that that's exactly what my mother said, too. I was like, Mom, you got to watch the Wham! documentary. She's like, oh, my gosh, George Michael, one of the most handsome men of all time. I was so crushed when I found out he was gay. But that's the most fascinating part about this documentary is, well, I guess threefold, just how prodigious Wham! was when they were teenagers, um, how George Michael was I mean, I would say the sex symbol of the 1980s on the oh, male side. Yeah. It was George Michael and Madonna, right? Right. And ironically, the Wham! had way more longevity and George Michael had way more sustainability because he was in the closet as a gay man. He, he could have had any woman on the earth at a certain moment in time. He did it, though, so there wasn't all this distractions and it made him like this prolific songwriter. But this do is you a really think he had any man on this earth? Because uh, well, right. that would have been a distraction also. No, totally. And they talk all about it. They're, this vet documentary, again, even if you don't like their music, I would I think it's a great it's a great watch because it just shows you pop culture, what it's like to be. I mean, those guys in the mid-80s were so much more famous than anybody will ever be now just because there was such a... Except Taylor Swift. Sure. But the, but she's the first to really come along yeah, since then. For but, sure. But like things like Live Aid where literally billions of people are watching this, yep. that doesn't happen anymore. No. Because you can watch it later. Right. If, or if you don't Or, or at a like different it, time, yeah. or, or maybe you don't watch it at all. But right. it's, you know, 1984, you turn on television, that's what's on TV, period. So everybody is watching the same thing. Yeah. The level of fame is crazy. I, I don't know. I just thought it was a really good documentary. It was great. Uh, no one is now ESPN Radio. R.I.P. No, R.I.P. to George Michael. I, I, every time I watch these docs, that I go on these massive deep dives and learn even more about these people. Is that why you sent me the Wham! rap yesterday? For sure. It's just so good. I know. I loved it. Uh, it really, really interesting documentary so go check it out uh quarterbacks have you been watching it? is that on your list or is that it's not um okay. but i started watching it but i am sorry patrick mahomes voice drives me nuts I, i've heard and from, so does his wife I, i've heard from many a people so far that have watched this they say this is relatively boring because i think that most people are expecting this to be like a kardashians like show where it shows this lavish lifestyle of these really famous right. football players i think that's the whole point of it though no yeah all three of these guys are boring because to play quarterback at that high level that's all you can do if you want to have a family and do this that's all you can do no train, for sure train and do your kids that's it i think it's interesting and i'll keep watching um i started watching it sunday night i think and then um got sidetracked because my son wanted to watch Happy Gilmore and frankly Adam Sandler will always take precedence so um, gosh those movies are so those mid 90s Sandler movies yeah that's what we're we're on the roll right now we watched Billy Madison last night oh you're letting them get into Billy Madison oh yeah of course how how many times are the lines repeated by by your teenagers from the Billy Madison that is like the greatest teenage boy movie ever you know not much right now oh really that's good so the back to the quarterback, uh, Mahomes is. I think he comes off as incredibly abrasive in this part. His annoying voice certainly doesn't help, but neither does. There, there's a lot of annoying parts about him. I think that there's going to be a lot of people that see. First of all, there's a lot of people that already don't like Patrick Mahomes because he is so brash. He's so good. He's been the man to beat for five years now. Um, 
But then you factor in that he's a, you know, he's the kid of a pro athlete. He's had the same personal trainer since he was seven. <laughs> you know? Really? Oh, yeah. Like the guy that's in it that's training him, that guy's been training him since he's in second grade. Wow. Pretty he's like advantage. that um, mini Gronk kid or whatever that we yeah, talked about I, a couple weeks I, ago. I was texting him with a good friend about this. I hope this isn't sort of a, a trigger point for that where people are like, oh, the way that you become Patrick Mahomes is you get your kid a trainer when they're seven. I mean, I know people who have done that. No, for sure. The problem yeah. is that most people discount is that the way you become Patrick Mahomes is so much about how you're born. For I mean, you're born with the talent. physical yes. talents. And then the opportunity is certainly provided, but right. I don't know. I, I think that it's a very interesting show. I've, I've enjoyed it, even though I don't like any of these guys anymore. You don't like Mal- Mal- Marcus, Marcus, Mar- Malcolm. Marcus Malcolm? Marcus Mariota, uh, <laughs> I think, is the one that's coming off the best so far. Okay. I don't know, though. Yeah, I mean, it's really made me not, from a sports perspective, like Kirk Cousins at all. Really? At all. I oh. think, I, like I said yesterday on the show, I think that he, if he's your neighbor, that's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. If he's your dad, it's great. You want to go to the lake with Kirk Cousins? Awesome. He's not going to be a winning quarterback in the NFL. Not, at the, it, not, not at the level he needs to be for how much he gets paid. Okay. Well, um, he looked like a nice dad. That's about as far as I got. His hair was driving me crazy because it would be like blonde and sort of long in one scene and then shaved. And I'm like, what is happening? (laughs) It was just driving me nuts. Uh, Nuwana's now ESPN Radio. The Chicken Does Know Sports presented by Hot House Yoga and the Hype House. I just sweated it all the way to the bone yesterday at Hot House. It's it's awesome. Yeah. Today I did uh, sculpt and it was, I was dying in the very best way. Yeah. If you want to try this out, you should. Here's what I do, though. If you're saying, okay, it's hot outside, it is hot outside, and it's also hot in the yoga room. But here's what I've been doing is walking down there, so you got a little movement exercise, a like 15-minute walk mm-hmm. down there, and then take the yoga class and then walk home. And sure, you're sweating really bad when you get home, but then take an ice-cold shower right when you get yep. home. The amount of energy that you get, oh, my gosh. Yeah. So great. Yeah. Uh, you did a sculpt class today. I did sculpt today, and um, I have to say there were a bunch of dudes in there. I was so excited, not because I'm, like, a pervert, but because <laughs> I was just like, yeah, guys, let's get in here. And they were having a tough time, but, like, in a good way. No, for sure. It's uh, it's become a lot. There's a little bit of, quite a few guys. There's, like, 50-50 the last couple of times I've This gone, one, which, I think, had more guys than girls. Which is great. Honest. So yeah. uh, I know a lot of our listeners out there, men, go try it out. I promise it'll make you yeah, feel better. It's not a girly sport. Uh, what else you got? All right. So since we're talking about um, reality shows and football, yep. last week we talked about Hard Knocks. Yeah. And that they're <laughs> the knock around guys. The knock around guys. Is that really what it was? I thought it was something even better. No, I than called that. it knock around and then I called it. I don't know. No idea. Nothing Any- close to hard knocks. Good job getting it right this week. Anyway, I had mentioned that they're going to be following the Jets. Yes. And that <laughs> breaking news. And that we they never would have known without you. What is that supposed to mean? <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> C- carry on. Rude. I know. Anyway, um, so we had mentioned that Aaron Rodgers probably loved loves it because oh, yeah. you know he wants to be, but he claims it was th- forced down their throats, and he's not happy about it, but. He's just going to do what they tell him to do. I call BS. Robert Saleh, the head coach for the Jets, he um, was certainly very opposed to this. You asked the question last week if the coach and or the organization has any say. Yeah. Did a little research into that. Hard Knocks, I think this is like the 22nd or 23rd year of this. It uh, always has been the final say of either the ownership or the coaches. This is the first time ever... The NFL has overridden this. 
So I don't oh. think Aaron Rodgers is lying. I do believe that Robert Sully and the New York Jets organization did not want hard knocks, and and Roger Goodell overcame it and said, "Too bad." Hey, Raj, you did this to yourself. You wanted to be on TV every day for the entire offseason for two years in a row. Guess what? You're going to be on TV for us, and we're going to make money off of you this fall. Well, you know why he's upset about it is because he now has to perform. Oh, for sure. I mean, he already had to perform, but, but he's now gotta, he's, he's like... He's got to this persona, yeah. for sure. And he's he was sort of talking about being... He's like, I know people want to see me at training camp and da-da-da, whatever. And he... He is putting pressure on him. Good. I know. I just I think it's hilarious. He should have pressure on. I him. think he should have been more positive about it and been like, For "Yeah, sure. come out and see me." Well, as soon as he's getting the interviews on the camera, here's how this is going to go. It's only a five episode series. Aaron Rodgers is going to be surly at first, and then he's going to start loving it, and then he's going to start waxing poetic, and uh, it's going to be hilarious. I would like to see Aaron Rodgers be more likable this season. <laughs> Well, you're going to know everything about him, so you're going to definitely have an opinion because he is going to – I mean, this is just the beginning of this. He's going to be the lead, one of the lead guys the whole time. Yeah. yeah well, I mean, he always has been, but now it's going to be even worse. Well, I, I don't think he's going to be likable, but I would like him to be likable. Yeah. I mean, I'm to the point where – I just don't really know about judging these guys based on their personalities. I hate listening to Aaron Rodgers talk. How else do you judge someone? Well, I, Looks? I, I just – I hate Aaron Rodgers – I shouldn't say I hate – I am tired of Aaron Rodgers and his self-congratulatory nature, but I also find it pretty easy to ignore. I just like Aaron Rodgers playing football. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's just like Mahomes. He has an annoying voice, and he is really pretentious, and his wife's totally annoying, and his brother's a train wreck, and yada, yada, yada. It doesn't matter to me on Sunday when he's entertaining me by being the best quarterback in the league. So, so you can compartmentalize oh, for sure. the game versus right. the person, where Definitely. I can't deal with the, I don't care about the game. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. You're only seeing Aaron Rodgers on camera. You're never going to be watching the New York Jets on Sundays. No, definitely not. <laughs> no, is now ESPN Radio. What else you got? All right. So Messi has his Miami debut. Uh, that's Friday. right. That's right. Guess how much some tickets are going for? Oh, four figures. Thousand bucks. Hundred and ten thousand dollars. I, I believe that. I believe it. What? He's the biggest sports star in the world. Come on. Watch it on TV. Hundred and ten thousand. For sure. Here's the thing, though. None of that kind of stuff shocks me anymore because if you have the money to be in consideration for that, then that's nothing money to you. Do you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But still. I, I agree. I, just, I agree. There's so many better things you could be spending your money on. For sure. Like sponsoring Chick Who Doesn't Know Sports on ESPN <laughs> Radio. For for $110,000, we can get you a nice sponsorship on oh, ESPN yeah. Radio for sure. 100%. Huh. Uh, this is not surprising, though. Messi's just such a draw. And in Miami, I mean, I, I get it. They're going to sell those tickets. Oh, yeah. Some Coke Lord's going to buy them. <laughs> or, or any a variety of other uh, of a, a version of a wealthy person, for sure. So, for Ronaldo is playing for the Saudi League. That's and right. he, Messi's getting all this, you know, media. Ronaldo yeah. came out and said, the Saudi League is going to be way better than MLS. That's right. Because they're getting so many players. It's definitely true. The MLS is not, I mean, it is far down the hierarchy of professional soccer sure. leagues. Mostly guys only come to the MLS that were international stars like Messi when they're on their last... They're ready to just yeah. retire soon. Yeah. Like okay. Beckham was... Uh, David Beckham was a shell of himself when he came to play in America. How long did he play in America? Several years. Okay. And he was a good player in the yeah. MLS, but it was no... I mean, he was a, you know, he was a global icon when he was in sure. England. Yeah. So... But Messi's the same way. I mean... Yeah. 
outside of America, Lionel Messi is certainly the most famous athlete in the world. So I'm not surprised that that's the ticket price. 110,000. Uh, the, uh, the Saudi soccer league, that's going to be a fascinating thing because they're doing exactly what is what exactly what had happened to professional golf where the live rose up and then stole mm-hmm. a bunch of the best players. That's what the Saudis are right. going to do too. Cause they have so much money. Right. That's what they do with Ronaldo. And they, that's what they tried to do with Messi. And then what? I mean, and then what? Wow, what an open-ended question! I don't even know if we can go into all of that. Well, the reason I ask that is because, so let's say the European leagues, they play yes. in Europe, right? right? They play their games that's in right. Europe. Yeah, that's right. I mean, I wasn't asking yeah, yes. the question. I was yes, saying yes. the Saudi leagues would be playing only in sure. that region, right? Like, will that still draw the fans of the European league? You know what I mean? Like, yeah. wha- what kind of fan base will that have? Well, Where cause I'm asking this, sorry to interrupt, but because Live Golf yeah. plays here sure. and all over the right. world. Right. Uh, I mean, you're hitting on the exact reasons why this is so controversial. The, 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 backing, the money backing of all of this, they don't care about making money. If no one goes and watches Ronaldo, it doesn't matter because the money is irrelevant to them. Okay. The reason it's controversial is because if you allow this money and whatever you think of this money to buy anything, then then what can it buy? At what point don't don't they just buy everything? But then what is the point? You're if they're not making money off of because they're they're normalizing the, the the acquisition of things that aren't created there. They're using oil money to buy things to to it's sports washing. That's what they're trying to do. Is this a conspiracy this theory? This is definitely not a conspiracy okay. theory. It's it's a political theory. It's uh okay. I don't know. We're we're too far into the weeds That's on fine. it already. That's but fine. but it, it's a very interesting business question to have a multi-billion dollar investment that doesn't care about the return. Right. How much power do the people have when they can buy anything for nothing and not care about it? Because then you just start buying everything until you get to the point where you can buy everything. You can buy Apple. You can buy the American elections. You can buy whatever you want because you have all the money. So it's like playing Monopoly. If I have all do the money. Do they ever run out of money? As long as everybody keeps filling their cars up with gas, how are you going to ever... I mean, that's the whole thing is people in America are trying to hate on this and they're trying to say it's controversial and all that. And that's totally fine. But the whole reason that this exists is because of how much fuel and uh, oil North and America oil. uses, right? right? So anyways, Sugar Doesn't Know Sports. All right, guys, start carpooling. Off the, off the political train, back Sorry. into the, uh, the non-sports knowledge train. Thanks for listening, by the way. Uh, we're off Thursday and Friday, so short week this week. That's why uh, Carolyn, the Chicken Does No Sports, is here with us uh, on this Tuesday. Thanks to the Hype House for the sponsorship of this as well. Uh, Hype House, they've been mixing in some like outdoor-style training oh, in their strength fun. classes. So several of the stations, you're like running outside or you're doing some medicine balls, some planks, get you out in the sunshine. So uh, good work by them. Always great to be outside uh, during the height of summer. Go check out the Hype House at HypeHouseStudio.com. What else you got? Okay, there's a giant... Giants running back, Saquon. <laughs> Saquon, yes. Saquon. Saquon. <laughs> Sorry. Saquon Barkley. Saquon Barkley. Yeah. He was negotiating his contract. contract. That's right. Both sides. So the Giants up to their offer. Say there's rumblings that it was 13 million a year, but he didn't take it. That's right. And now he has no. Now he's a free agent. Uh. 
I'm not. I haven't fo- followed it far enough to know what Saquon Barkley's contract status is. He is nothing right now. He could set out the entire upcoming season. That's right. So he chose to not accept thirteen million. That's right. And now he has nothing. That's right. That was not a good move. I'm no mathematician. It's, it, it certainly seems on the surface that it's not. So it, this this is one of the biggest talking points in the NFL right now. Actually, I'm glad you brought this up. Well, you're welcome. Running back used to be the premier position in football. You know, O.J. Simpson, Walter Payton, you know, Eric Dickerson, Emmett Smith. They're still great athletes at the running back position. But NFL teams treat their players like commodities, not like humans. And so with a salary cap, it's all just a matter of putting a puzzle together. It's like doing a spreadsheet. Mm -hmm. And you're always going to pay your quarterback the most, and then how much money do you have left over? Well, teams have decided that Saquon Barkley is the best running back in the NFL, in my opinion. Number two draft pick. Very good. Out of? of, Yeah, you have no idea. Penn State. Penn Uh, State. (laughs) uh, But they've decided that this is a diminishing asset, that it doesn't matter how good these guys are. We're, we're just going to let him walk because even if we get someone half as good as Saquon Barkley, if he only costs a quarter of as much, we win in okay. terms of doing the salary puzzle. Hmm. So this is now, this is happening uh, across the NFL. Josh Jacobs for the Raiders is trying to get a contract extension. Yeah, I think there were four running backs yep. that are, were without contracts yep. at press time. Yep. Jonathan Taylor is going to be in a contract here with the Colts, but he's almost certainly going to get traded because they don't want to deal with this. The Vikings cut Dalvin Cook. Saquon Barkley and, and the Giants both butted heads and then walked away from each other. The Vikings straight cut Dalvin Cook. He's only been in the NFL for six years. They said, see you later. You can you can be somebody else's risk. Because the thing is, these guys get so much tread on the tires, and then what, if you pay them and then they break down, it's the team is the one that's losing. So, but Saquon could have taken that thirteen million and had a job right now. Uh, he is he's he's going to be the he th- this this scenario will define the way that the entire NFL deals with this for the next five to ten years. If Saquon Barkley can get somebody to give him a long term contract for more than that, then this will be such an advantage for the players. If Saquon Barkley is just out to dry and he doesn't get signed by anybody or he signs for something significantly less than that, then the league wins. The owners win. And uh, so, th- I mean, this is going to be precedent-setting either way. And no one's going to offer him more? I do think that he is a good enough player that someone will offer him more. I do not I, think he's going to get the five-year contract that he wants, but I do think he'll be able to get a three-year contract for more than that annually. Um, let's place a bet. Okay. I do not think that. I think he will wow. get less. Wow. He will either sit out the season wow. or get less money, and here's why. Because... He's going to be desperate, and they're going to mm. say, all right, well, here's $10 million. Yeah. He also could have... Should I get an NFL negotiating? Maybe you should be an I NFL like... agent. You could help them save their money. Yeah, you, know, you got I've... your mom's RS savings plan or yeah. whatever. Uh, yeah, maybe. Maybe that's your future. I just feel like... Jerry Maguire. Carolyn Maguire. <laughs> uh, good. That would be interesting. Uh, it'll be interesting to see. If you're right, uh, it's certainly going to be something that sends shockwaves across the NFL. What are we betting? Uh, what do you want? You don't ever want to eat with me. <laughs> I'll bet you lunch. Great. Lunch. Once in a while, I will yeah, go out to lunch. the first time we ate together in like three years. I know. Sorry. Hey, I know. I, I go to yoga at lunch now. <laughs> I got to get zen. Uh, Chicken does those sports here on ESPN Radio. What else you got? All right. Last story. Okay. It's the Tour de France. That's right. And once again, some idiot spectator caused a crash. 
But yeah, th- this is for those that think, oh, it's just cycling. You should watch this sometime. This is so crazy. These yeah. these guys go so fast for so long. Yeah. The wrecks are just vicious. They're just so brutal. The fact that they let people stand that close to the road is ridiculous. So. 2021, uh, someone was holding out a sign and a cyclist nicked it and caused a horrible crash. Whoa. This time it was some ding dong taking a selfie. Wow. Wow. So caused a huge pileup. No one was really hurt. I mean, you know, there's some road rash and stuff, but like no one was hurt, hurt. Sure. But why wouldn't they put a bear, like put the people and then like f- three feet and mm. then, you know, a barrier. So that way people can't do this. I agree. I I don't even really understand. I guess I see why there's spectators, but yeah, you're right. You should just clear them so far off the yeah. course. I mean, I'm sure it's neat to see them go by, but I think it's just so unsafe. Yeah, no, for sure. Uh, so I'm so surprised you didn't bring up Wimbledon today. I am um, not prepared to talk about Wimbledon right now. Okay. Because I don't have any information. That's fine. <laughs> I, I, all I know, I don't next to nothing. All I know is that some 20-year-old kid from Spain beat Novak Djokovic. This and, is true. And uh, Djokovic had like a a speech afterwards where he was very gracious in his loss. I saw that on Twitter. I did that's see all, that. That's all I know. And that was awesome. And then the girl who won, again, I don't know who she was. Sure. But they, I saw this uh, ESPN clip of her, her sister watching her do like at the game point, and uh-huh. her sister's in the stands just bawling because oh she's my like, gosh. "My sister's about to win Wimbledon." Yeah, and then she wins, and she does her thing, and then she runs up to her family and hugs. It was really sweet, but I have no idea her name. Uh, okay, well, maybe we'll have an update <laughs> on Wimbledon next week. I was, uh, a, I almost before we started, say, "Don't ask me about Wimbledon because I don't know anybody's name." Well, uh, at least we learn how much champagne costs there. That's right, <laughs> and not to pop any bottles. I predict next year at Tour de France, someone's going to pop a bottle, <laughs> and like a cork Win is going to go in a spoke. Oh my gosh, that would be brutal as well. Yeah. Uh, last thing, you got to read this book. Okay. Usually I can't share my books with you. Not that I can't, I just choose not to because <laughs> I usually read uh, either dyst- dystopian novels about the near future and how depressing it is or philosophy about the demise of society or biographies on sports figures. Maybe right. you like those. I prefer chiclet, but you like You like murders. I do. This is, this is a murder every 10 pages. It's called oh. The Killers of the Flower Moon. It's a true story. I'm not even going to spoil it for you. You've probably seen the, the uh, previews for the uh, the upcoming movie with Leonardo, Leonardo DiCaprio, but uh, this is crazy. I'm going to let you borrow it when okay. I'm done. Great. I'm going to read the rest of it while people are listening to us talking. Okay. Cool. <laughs> and then just put it on my desk. There you you look like you're almost done. So I am almost done. Uh, Chicken does no sports. What is chick lit? Chick lit. Chick Liter- literature. Okay. okay. Right. Not like chick lit gums, Got but it. chick lit. I like, I like mysteries. Mm. I like chick lit. Generally, what I like is a book about a 20-something who goes to New York and works in oh publishing. And she falls in love. Oh, my God. That's the same my story general, over and over yeah, again. Yeah, that's my general genre. I'm telling you, writing about real people was not the way to go. I should have just gotten to that. Right? The same. What is this Colleen Hoover gal? Oh, yeah. I love Colleen Hoover. She comes Colleen out with Hoover. a new book every month. How can you possibly write so much? And Chat every single GBT. one of them, every one of them just gets right off the shelf. She's just making so much money. And she wasn't even a novelist. She's just she, a stay-at-home mom, yeah, right? Yeah. 
every time I need a present for my girlfriend. That's uh, there's another new book. Okay, just buy that. I love. I've read a few of her books and they're good. Uh, well, good. Uh, appreciate the book advice. <laughs> Check those those sports uh, back next week. Thanks to the Hot House downtown Missoula and the Hype House there on Tool Avenue across the street from DraftWorks. Thanks for being here, Carolyn. Thanks. Paddlehead's back in town. Thanks to Carolyn, by the way. Chicken doesn't know sports for joining us here on ESPN Radio. Uh, Missoula's minor league baseball team back in town starting the second half of the season tonight. We got tickets for you for the weekend, including to Thursday's game. Call us right now, 406-888-1029. That's 888-1029. Call us right now. We got a pair of tickets to Thursday night's Paddleheads game. Quickest to the drop. First caller, we got them for you, 888 our senior spotlight continues on the other side. We have our first Missoula Big Sky graduate in studio with us. That's next. Keep it right here, ESPN Radio. Are you having a bad day? Did you get hurt and it wasn't your fault? Are you in trouble? No matter what has you down, you can take action and help yourself by letting Schulte Law Firm help you. Schulte Law Firm litigates injury, criminal, and civil matters, providing expert advocacy in any situation. Here with Dwight Schulte from Schulte Law Firm. And Dwight, your father founded Schulte Law Firm in 1987 and since then has mediated more than 3,000 family law and divorce cases. Why is he so good at that sort of law? Well, he is a smart and patient man. A lot of situations where you find yourself in need of attorney are a high conflict situation. And it's really important. And it's a a tenet of our firm that we work through litigious issues in a collaborative way. It's important at Schulte Law Firm that when we're litigating these very serious issues that impact people's lives, that we do so in a way that provides the best representation and the best result to our clients. And what we have found is that the best way to do that is to litigate these issues effectively while doing so with a high degree of professionalism. We can have these disagreements without making it personal. Visit jshultilaw.com. Oh! The one is now on 102.9 ESPN Missoula. Watch the show statewide on SWX Montana Television. Well, I love when things come together seamlessly and easily. Welcome back. Nuan is now ESPN Radio, SWX Montana Television, and the ESPN MT app. We are uh, on another short week. This will be our last short week of the summer, and then we'll be full-fledged, pretty much diving all the way into uh, football time and, and everything else that's coming up for fall sports. But off Thursday, Friday, I'm playing in a big golf tournament. So uh, one last little recharge, and then we'll be off and rolling. Big Sky Media Days next Monday. So Andrew Houghton will be in Spokane. We'll be covering the uh, the Big Sky Media Days remotely as well. So, though, short week this week. So I was trying to get a couple senior spotlight interviews in. And uh, I didn't even start sending out the text till today. And our next guest, he's like, oh, yeah, I can come by at 530. I live right over there. So uh, happy for our first Missoula Big Sky product as part of our senior spotlight, highlighting some of the best uh, boys and girls athletes from across the state of Montana. Josiah Quersma joining us in studio, uh, recent graduate of Missoula Big Sky. How'd I do? How'd I do with the last name? You got it. Hey, that's like good. So yeah, somebody that's had my last name uh, mispronounced my whole life too. I, you know, it's important. I was I was practicing with him uh, on this. I didn't realize this that he told me Spanish origin of the last name, uh, but he actually is of Filipino descent, or at least partially of that. So I didn't realize that Spain ha- had uh, colonized the Philippines once upon a time. But now you think about it, I, I've actually known a lot of Filipino people that do have Spanish last names. That's interesting. Yeah, yeah. 
Uh, well, you, you graduated a couple weeks ago, so how's the last couple of weeks? But it's always a crazy time when you're kind of moving on to this next chapter of your life. Yeah, I mean, it, it hasn't really felt like summer quite yet. I think I just started to get that, that summer feeling because I was pretty busy for the month of June. Well, you, you've already uh, spent a little bit of time where you're going to be going next. Uh, this young man committed to uh, Carroll College, and it's there's been a lot of... Uh, overturn at Carroll the last little while. Kurt Paulson sort of shockingly stepped away there as the Carroll College head coach, and uh, that was kind of a domino because then Royce Robinson from Lewistown, he uh, had been committed to Carroll. He's on his way to Montana State, but Josiah's sticking with uh, the Saints. But you were just over in Helena recently, right, working at the camps and stuff. What did you think of your experience? Um, it was actually a big adjustment. I I loved it for the most part, um, but yeah, it was definitely a new experience, and I learned quite a few things about myself and the next steps going forward. Well, it, it is a huge adjustment, and so don't be too hard on yourself because you know moving away, moving yeah. somewhere else. It, it, here's what I always say, and, th- and this is one of the things I think there's pros and cons to all this transferring that's been going on recently. But I will say. Any advice I could give to young people going to college, you're going to have a hard time your first semester. It's just, just how it goes. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then you're going to get settled in, and then you're going to love it. It's going to be great. So um, we'll come back to your, your uh, opportunity there at Carroll, but just tell us about your time there at Missoula Big Sky. You, you guys had a great year your junior year, and you had, I think, six seniors on that team. Made a charge all the way to the, the third-place trophy at the state tournament. That's the first time Big Sky's won a trophy in forever. I mean, since even before I was in high school, I think. Yeah. So, I mean, it had been 20, 25 years since Big Sky brought home any hardware at state basketball. Uh, but then a, a whole new look for the Eagles this year. You graduate all those guys. Ryan Hansen, the coach, steps away. Zach Murphy steps in. So you were kind of like the the last man standing. What was that like, just to kind of be in the, the one familiar face for Big Sky basketball these last couple of years? Well, it was, a, it was a fun opportunity for me. It was also a big adjustment, mostly because I had to step into a role that I wasn't accustomed to from totally. before. Um, but yeah, I mean, I loved, I loved taking on the challenge. I loved, you know, trying to step up, have my teammates play better. I try to do my best, and hopefully, we just get some wins out of it. How do you think you, you sort of grew in that area? Because it was interesting watching you guys when you were a junior. You had all these senior leaders. I mean, guys like Trey Reed that play with very emotional style, and Kane Bateman's pretty vocal guy too. Uh, but then you kind of had to be that guy last year. So what was that adjustment like for you? It was hard um, because I'm not really a vocal guy. I, I'm i pretty quiet off the floor, and I think that carries on onto the floor. So Murph had to help me. Um, our coaches had to help me. And my teammates had to understand that um, I'm doing my best. I'm not the best at being loud. And I eventually got a lot better throughout the season. And um, as I worked on it, I think – I think I did my thing. Well, it's certainly a, it's a lot of responsibility to put on somebody, especially if it's not your nature. But I do think it helps you yeah. grow. Uh, Josiah Quaresma joining us in studio. He is a recent graduate of Missoula Big Sky, part of our senior spotlight, presented in part by Dazzler's Car Wash. Dazzler's Car Wash, right next to us here on Radio Way. Treat your car like it deserves to be treated uh, all summer long at Dazzler's Car Wash. What, what was the transition like with the coaching staff? I very much enjoyed the, the couple times that Coach Murphy came on the show here this last winter. What a smart guy. He seems very passionate. He really loves you guys for sure. So uh, what was it kind of like going from Coach Hanson to, to Coach Murphy? Yeah, I mean, they're both really good, really good coaches. Um, I loved both of them. I think Murph is uh, he's going to be a blessing for Big Sky for years to come. For sure. He's so intelligent. He knows the game. And most importantly, he cares about the kids. Um, he's helped me a lot with things on and off the basketball floor, and I think that his biggest quality is that he's going to 
he's gonna show love for all of his students and his athletes, and he's gonna do his heart, or he's gonna put his heart out for them. Uh, when a kid do you guys' uh, performance last season, Double A was crazy. He was so wide open. Uh, a big sky competitive team a year ago. So, what did you sort of just think of the landscape of the state, and what did you think of your senior year? Um, it was different for sure. The grade above us was pretty stacked across the state for sure. Um, but there's still some young talent, and I think that the it didn't really change the like the competitive nature between the teams didn't change. I think that we still had to put our heart out on the floor to get wins. Um, we had to nail our game plan. We had to really focus on being ourselves just so that we could go out there and get a win. And I think we did that. And I think that the teams are a lot closer during this time in particular. So, yeah. How do you think you, uh, because your, your roles changed a lot throughout your high school career, how do you think you grew, especially just as a player? I mean, what do you think you improved on the most? You had great numbers as a senior. Um, I, I think my scoring took a jump. Yeah. I was um, I still am, but I definitely was a pass-first player to my junior year. I think that was my best part about the game. But we lost a lot of our scoring in Caden and Trey and all those guys, and so I had to step up, and I got better at um, my midi. I got a little bit more athletic. And um, my confidence, my confidence with my shot and everything took a huge leap that senior year. Does that just come from putting in the work, or how were you able to improve on those elements? Yeah, putting in the work is a huge part of it. Um, I had a lot of help, though, from my coaches. I think I've had a confidence thing since I was little, and I finally overcame that barrier, transitioning between my junior and my senior year. And, yeah. Yeah, the work definitely helps a lot with that, though. For sure. I mean, uh, being disciplined and putting in the work is what's going to give you confidence. Coach Barty was saying that at his quarterback's camp last Friday. He said, hey, up here, it's all about just getting the reps, getting the reps, doing the thing. So uh, certainly a good lesson across the uh, the sporting landscape. How about this opportunity now at Carroll College then? I mean, what did you like about uh, Carroll College, and uh, what made you stick with this, even with the coaching change there at Carroll? Yeah, so um, when I went on my visit, I loved the culture and, and the team that they had over there. They had a really big brotherhood that I liked. I liked um, how it was so close to my home. There's a lot of things that went into it. Um, as t- in terms of the coaches and why I'm staying, I could honestly tell you that I have no idea why. I, I guess there was a reason that I chose Carol, and for some reason it didn't cross my mind to leave. Sure. So it must be a sign by God to just stick with it, you know? Well, it's a great opportunity. Carol's been very, very good these last uh, five, seven years under Coach Paulson. I think that there's a great talent base there. Uh, Carol has great athletic tradition, and, and Helena's a cool spot, too, so I think it's a good fit for it. It's also an outstanding academic institution. Yeah. Do you have any idea what you want to study? Yeah, so I, I chose um, a safer um, major in business, but I'm going to do a lot of classes with the track and health and human performance. Sweet. Well, that's great. I mean, Carol is uh, an elite school for sure. So I, you're going to get a good education yeah. no matter what you, you go into. Uh, this last month, though, you got a chance to, to meet the new head coach. So Ryan Lundgren takes over there at Carroll College. Uh, he comes from uh, the College of Southern Idaho, which is a, a junior college powerhouse. This last year, they went undefeated during the regular season. They were the number one junior college team in the country. And uh, Coach Lundgren, he was the associate head coach and recruiting coordinator out there. So he certainly uh, has some ties to a premier JC program. What would you think of uh, your new coach? Um, I didn't really get to talk to him very much, but from what I saw while I was there, he seems like a really, really intelligent guy, a super nice guy. He seems like he cares about us, and I think that's a great thing to look forward to. And just K 
campus, Helena, what do you like about the, Oh, the that? campus is beautiful. Yeah, campus is cool. It is so nice. I love that as soon as I stepped on. It's a really good privilege. Yeah, I mean, that uh, the PE Center they have on campus where you got to get to do most of your hooping, that's, that's a great venue. It's one of the great gyms in Montana, so... Um, that'll be super cool. Uh, Josiah Quaresma joining us in studio here on our Senior Spotlight, presented in part by Blaine McElmurray and McElmurray Homes. Top custom home builders in Western Montana are uh, McElmurray Homes. Want the job done right? Call Blaine and his team. They're also fierce supporters of uh, high school sports across the state of Montana. Um, how do you think this your time at Big Sky then has prepared you for this next step? Um, I think that... With some of the adversity we faced at Big Sky, I think that is the biggest contributor in um, preparing me to go to Carroll. I think that I'm I'm pretty well set to face whatever challenges Carroll's going to throw at me, and or the certain challenges that Carroll's going to throw at me. So I think I'm ready that way. I mean, that's always been uh, part of the deal, right? Big Sky produces tough kids, man. There's always tough kids coming out of Big Sky. So as a fellow Big Sky alum, I'm proud of you. Good job, man. Yeah, it's a chip on our shoulder. <laughs> yeah, 100%. Always, man. You get, there is some stuff to overcome. And I'm not dogging on Big Sky, but I'm saying there is always going to be some adversity, and you're going to have kids with chips on their shoulders that want to be great. Look at the Grizz roster right now. Two of their best linebackers are former Missoula Big Sky guys mm-hmm. uh, and Tyler Flick and, uh, and Levi Janikaro. Uh, what will you remember most about your high school career? I mean, how do you think this has set you up for the future? What, what will you remember when you think back on this? Um, the brotherhood I built. Um, I had two completely different teams my junior and my senior year. Totally. Um, both with their ups and downs. But that senior team that I had, um, a lot of those guys were my brothers since I, before we got to high school because most of us came from Hellgate, which is the middle school we went to. And so just the memories I had with those guys on and off the floor, the bus rides, you know, the practices, all the hotels, that stuff is the stuff I'm going to remember the most. And, yeah, it's, it's going to be great. It's, it's uh, you know, I always say this. There's only two teams every year that end the – two basketball teams every year that end the season not crying – Mm-hmm. And it's the team that wins the state championship, but also the team that gets third. A lot of times it's it's better to get third than it is to get second because when you got second, that means you lost the state championship game. Yep. That was such a cool memory for you guys to be able to kind of play your way back in and then end that year with a win. Yeah, I mean, that's exactly what our coach, our coach told us in the beginning, actually, was that only two teams leave with... Um, <laughs> leave happy, yeah, right? Yeah, on a high note. <laughs> yeah. it, was, it was fun for sure. I mean, that was a memory in itself. Well, uh, we bu- we wish you the best of luck. Thanks for coming in, man. Thank and you. Thanks, I really appreciate yeah, it. Thanks for making it easy. Josiah Cuaresma here uh, in studio. It was a little Big Sky product headed to Carroll College to play basketball there for first-year head coach Ryan Lunger. We'll certainly be following along, but best of luck, man. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate it. Nuanas now, ESPN Radio. I saw Tommy bopping around, so maybe he'll come in and ruin the show for the, re- the end of the show. If not, we'll just keep on giving you Paddleheads tickets and maybe give you a preview of what I'm going to be watching at the Paddleheads game tonight. Don't change it now. Keep it right here. Nuwana's Now, ESPN Radio. This is Nuwana's Now on 102.9 ESPN Radio, Missoula. Tommy says, I said, where are you playing? He says, I don't know. You're going to hear it in a second. You'll be able to guess. I don't can have, you, I have no clue who that is. Can you do the floss? Have you, do you know about the floss dance move? I do know about the floss. Will you do I, the floss? I don't, I can't do the floss. So I've been practicing doing the floss on, <laughs> on, uh, on, on TikTok. Watching you do the floss on the TV. Oh yeah, look oh, at yeah. that. Oh yeah. Delayed. Yeah, it's pretty sweet. So I learned that song from TikTok. It's on the top 10 right now. You can catch it tonight on the new show. Cause that's how I now discover music. Coulter is, is soon to be banned. 
banned social media platform, <laughs> TikTok. And welcome back to Honest Now, ESPN Radio, SWX by Tad Television, and the ESPN MT app. First of all, call us right now if you want Paddleheads tickets to Saturday's game. Yeah, yeah. We got a pair for you. 406-888-1029. That's 888-1029. Call right now. We're just going fastest draw. First caller. Boom. You got him. 888-1029. Call us right now. Have you been out to a game yet? Uh, I'm going tonight. So oh, nice. making my debut. Look at you. Uh, so, yeah, I, I got some stuff that I'm going to be looking at for sure. Give you a breakdown of it all during Diamond Time Cool tomorrow. Uh, but if you ever change the dial... Here's your homework for tonight. You should just, right after this show's over. Download TikTok. (laughs) Change the dial up to (laughs) 103.3, the trail. Listen to Tommy's new show. And then when it gets done, right at the end of the 6 o'clock hour, boom, come back down here to 102.9 and listen to Jeff Safford on uh, the call for the Missoula Paddle. We've got all the best content at this media group, don't we, Colter? It's amazing what happens when you let real people produce real content. It's a a phenomenal thing thing we got going on. You here. just have such a, a fetish for being scared of AI and I don't get it. I don't get it. Well, it's, it's just because... It's Do you know who's doing AI now? Everybody. The corner office. I know. I set her up with the app. I, I, just send the meteor. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be great. It's going to be something. So, uh, for those that are unfamiliar, the new show, uh, Tommy debuts music between 6 and 7 every Tuesday night yes, on 103.3 The Trail. So uh, w- tell the people all the details of tonight. You got that coming up. What else you got? Old Crow Medicine Show has brand new music. Which they were just in Missoula last week. Yeah. And then uh, a, a couple artists that just played the Under the Big Sky Festival as well. And then... Uh, Have just- you seen some videos from this Under the Big Sky? This was no. like... It was so packed. It, it was really? actually like uncomfortable to look at. Uh, the I, lineup was great, so it's totally not not surprising, but it's yeah. certainly claustrophobic. I used to love going to music festivals and being in the chaos, and yeah. now I just I have no interest anymore. I know I cannot do it. I have totally moved. I used to be gimme pit at the amp. Right, we're yeah. going now. I'm like, nope. I got to have seats. Yeah, I need to have my seat <laughs> so I get to sit. It's it's officially uh, I'm officially old. Yeah, you have gotten old. I lately. know, I know. You're getting up early. You're going well, to sorta. yoga, spin yeah, class. I know, I know, I know. Unbelievable. It's culture. amazing. I haven't spontaneously combusted. Do you know how we are? I know for sure we are in a simulation. Uh, I, t- I texted how? you the other night about some work related stuff. Yeah. And it was nine ten p.m. and you said, "Yeah, I got a no phones in the bedroom policy. I'm going to bed." <laughs> I'm going to have to text you about this in the morning. And then you're uh, dropping me to, I'm thinking that my alarm's going off at 6 a.m. And you are texting me up working at 6 a.m. <laughs> Coulter, are you having a stroke in your life right now? Oh, man. It has been a huge adjustment. I haven't had a sleep schedule since I was like, I don't know, eight. And now I do finally. So really trying to abide by it. I don't really know if it's actually helped me or not. You guys seem to love the show, so maybe the show's better. I have no idea, but uh, I don't know. That's the thing. I always try to make all these improvements in my life. Sure. I don't actually ever feel that much different. Well, it's because it's, it's incremental change. That's right. Compare your moment in life right now to you 10 years ago. Yeah, I've been equally as crazy. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not talking about your unpredictability <laughs> go, and craziness, right, go, Coulter. Go listen to the new show tonight. Starts here in a little less than four minutes. 103.3 The Trail, Montana's Quality Rock. Tommy yes, Evans Thanks crashing for having the me party in. whenever he can here on yeah. Tuesdays. We'll be back at it tomorrow. Last show of the week, Rajim Seabrook rolling with us. We'll talk NFL quarterbacks and their rankings. We'll talk running back scenarios. We'll talk a whole bunch of Big Sky Conference football and more. We'll see you then. Nuanas Now, ESPN Radio.
Colter Nuanas from ESPN Montana here at the M Store. Proud to present our Nuanas Now podcast each and every day, available on all of your various podcast hosting platforms. One of their awesome partners, a guy that really is uh, helping spread the word about the M Store, is Grizz All American Junior Bergen. What's up, man? Thanks for coming in. Yes, thank you for having me. First of all, you got a cool t shirt. What's it like being on a t shirt? You're a kid from Billings, Montana, so that, yeah. might, that must be kind of surreal knowing there's a t shirt of you at the M Store. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Um, I went to a couple basketball games back home. And uh, I saw some kids running around with I their love shirt it. on. And it was really surreal. It was a cool moment, cool experience for sure. Yeah, that's so cool. You guys do such a good job of embracing how much the community loves you. But when people are looking up to you like they do, I mean, they think, I mean, you're the man right now for <laughs> <laughs> the University of Montana. What's yeah. that like being a Montana kid? Um, it's different for sure. Um, you know, growing up, you kind of look up to guys like who are in the NFL totally. and stuff like that. But, um, you know, it's just great to have a, a positive influence on these kids' lives. Um, you know, I just wanted to make sure. Uh, I set the example and lead by example and give them someone to look up to. Go check out the M Store. They're located there at the corner of Higgins and Broadway here in the city of Missoula. And you can also visit anytime online, MontanaMStore.com. They have all the latest and greatest, a whole bunch of original Grizz gear. And of course, they have Junior Bergen t-shirts. Junior Bergen, proud partner with the M Store, as well as us here at ESPN Montana. Thanks for swinging by, man. Yes, sir. Thank you for having me. The M Store, where they're all Grizz all the time.